Welcome back to another episode of Brooks Books. It's Brooklyn again, and today I'll be reviewing Defending Champ by Mike Lupica. The feature author of the episode is the one and only Jacqueline Woodson. gosh guys it's been so long I'm so sorry I haven't posted in like two months I just started school again and I'm taking an algebra class this year and I just joined a competitive soccer team and to top it off I was on my school's cross-country team and the season just ended so I can finally work on this podcast again so this is kind of a little funny this book defending champ is the sequel to last week's or not really last week like two months ago's review triple threat also, sorry about, like, two soccer books in the span of the last couple episodes. This book was just too good to wait to review. I have no emails or comments this episode, so let's jump into the summary. 7th grader Alex Carlisle is fresh off her football victory as the first girl football player and leading her team to victory at the playoffs. But now she's thinking about what she wants to do next. There's no football in the spring, but there is soccer. But the girls on the soccer team have not exactly been nice about Alex joining the football team. But turns out, the only girl who isn't over it is Lindsay Styles. So maybe Alex has a chance? And when Alex goes to try out, she's one of three girls out of 12 total to make the spring team. But soon the girls learn that the school might be canceling the girls' soccer team, but the boys get to keep theirs. So the girls start coming up with an idea to raise money to fund their own season. They want to play the boys' soccer team in a friendly game. They're going to sell shirts, snacks, and drinks. Their plan is going to work. But in the end, will they raise enough money and show the world that girls are just as dedicated as boys? This book was very inspiring me and had me always wanting to read more. I was very surprised how much I enjoyed this book and ashamed of myself too. So if you guys remember a couple episodes back, I was talking about how I checked out a book by Mike Lupica and never read it. Well, this is that book. I was at Barnes & Noble looking to spend my birthday gift card and saw this book on the shelf and decided to give it another shot. And here I am reviewing it on the show. Alright, time for some author information. The author of this book, Mike Lupica, is an amazing sports writer and has lots of books to prove it. Some ones to note are Heat, QB1, and Triple Threat. Now, let's move on to the first chapter. It was Christmas Eve and Alex and her dad were sprawled out on the couch watching the Steelers play their last game of the regular season. They had to start their backup quarterback today, but if they won, they were in the playoffs. I started out as a backup to Jeff Stiles, Alex said to Jack Carlisle, and look how well things worked out for me. Her dad smiled at her. That smile had always made her feel like being wrapped in a soft blanket. I never thought of you as a second string, he said. Not from the moment you made that team. Alex rolled her eyes playfully. You're my dad, she said. It's not like you were impartial or anything. But you know better than anyone that I know my football, he said. And once I saw you on the field throwing that ball the way you'd done in our backyard, I knew I was looking at the best QB your age in Orville. Alex smiled at him. The day before Christmas was always a special day in the Carlisle household, and watching football with her dad was like an early holiday present. She just wished the Steelers were playing at home this week, so that instead of on the couch, they could sit in their reserved seats at the Heinz Field. Jack had bought season tickets the year Alex was born. 
It was like he predicted his daughter would one day to grow up to be as big as a Steelers fan as he was. You honestly thought that? Alex asked, even though there'd never been a girl on the team before. Of course, he said without a hint of hesitation. I knew I was looking at a quarterback and someone who had a passion for football since you were old enough to attend your first game. Like I had a choice, she said. And what would you have chosen if I haven't given you a little nudge in the direction of the Heinz Field, he said. Little, Alex said with a sideways glance. Answer the question. I would have chosen section 136 visitor's side of the stadium. It was where their seats were located. And Alex knew that even with the snow coming down the way it was now, they would have braved the cold if in fact the Steelers were playing at home. But as far as Alex was concerned, the snow made today even more special. There'd be snow on the ground when she woke up tomorrow morning, and Christmas would look exactly how she thought it should be in their part of the world. Sometimes she couldn't believe it was only a little over a month ago since she achieved her dream of playing starter quarterback for the Owls, making things just about perfect in her world. Not totally perfect, of course. She always missed her mom during the holidays. Her parents had divorced a long time ago, but remained close friends. And Alex still talked to her mom regularly over the phone, but Dr. Liza Borelli now lived in San Francisco with her husband, Richard, and Alex's five-year-old half-brother, Connor. Alex's mom had decided to pursue her own dreams of becoming a doctor, and over time, Alex had come to understand the sacrifice, especially during the last few months, because now, more than ever, Alex understood how it felt to chase a dream. Like I said before, I love the way Mike Lupico writes, and it makes me feel like I'm right there. Alright, let's move on to some cautions. Guess what? There's nothing to look out for. Now, let's move on to our featured author, Jacqueline Woodson! Wow. Just her name brings up all the emotions I've had from reading her books. She's written Brown Girl Dreaming, Harbor Me, and many others. She lives in Brooklyn, New York with her partner and her two kids. Time for some fun facts. And I just want to say sorry I've been missing fun facts recently. It's, I don't know, I just forget when I'm typing up the script and stuff. Okay, anyways. Did you know, after she graduated from college, she worked with a program that helped with homeless and runaway children? I had no clue programs like that existed. Well, that's all for this episode, so stay tuned next week for my next episode. Bye!